With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. Well, hello there, broads. Um, was this the longest week that ever was a week? Yes. Can you believe that our last, like, Everything that's happened since well, our last episode, I can't really remember. It was my brain weird because we did Monday, Tuesday last week, so already that was bizarre. That's true. That really bizarre. threw me. And then you know there were some truly unprecedented um, events that took place. I mean, the only thing that really comes to mind. Don't remember what anything happened last week except for the freaking coup. Yeah, the coup. Yeah, I, I want obviously like we felt like we should acknowledge it. It's important to, to yeah. talk about this because this was major. It was horrific, and you know, I we we did briefly chat about it on Chatty Broads on the Instagram. But we when we were talking, we thought it was important again, of course, to to just acknowledge this. And um, Diggy from the Bachelor franchise, who we love, and we were just talking about, like, give us more Diggy. Why did we not get more Diggy? Um, we thought we would just read a portion of something that he posted on Instagram because um, I thought that you know. It was, well, it was well worded and he said what needed to be said. Yeah, yeah. So um, on his Instagram, like I said, I'm just going to read a portion of it. But um, he said, if you're not enraged by what happened on Wednesday, you're part of the problem. U.S. citizens stormed and destroyed our own Capitol building because they weren't happy about the result of an election. They weren't upset that someone was jailed, beat or killed. In true American fashion, they were unhappy that they didn't get their way. On Wednesday, America saw what myself and other people of color have been trying to say from the beginning. White people are given the benefit of the doubt, doubt, period. It was known that a large group of people were going to descend on D.C. on January 6th, but due to the audience, it was just assumed that they would be an orderly crowd and nothing would happen. Wrong. Five deaths and counting, theft, looting, buildings damaged. The question, if these people were black, what would have happened, was asked a lot in the last 48 hours. The fact that we still have to ask that in 2021 shows that the equality that we spent most of this summer marching for is something that is still a ways off. This past summer, while protesting the unlawful killing of minorities, black people were the recipients of tear gas, rubber bullets, and flashbangs. Wednesday, January 6th, while breaking into the U.S. Capitol, selfies were taken with police and a woman was gently helped down the steps after raiding the same building. And then he goes on. Crazy. So wild shit. Wild. And, um, you know, just another reminder of, um, you know, what was talked about in numerous of our episodes that we have recently that we discussed anti-racism, that this isn't something that was a black box that was over with um, in 2020. Nothing Um, new. But yeah. But also new. But yeah. also nothing new. Yeah. But we just wanted to send our love to you broads. Um, obviously, this is a frightening time. Um, and we want to distract you and have a good moment, a good laugh over The Bachelor, but also wanted to just acknowledge that. So we love you broads. And we so appreciate the family that we have here. But uh, let's get into it. 
welcome to another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Mad James Bachelor. Yeah. Okay, everybody. The show that will never end, even with democracy falls, The Bachelor is forever. As we've stated before, it will be the world will be rubble, and Chris Harrison will be. Oh yeah, no. I was thinking the other day that if if you know there is an apocalyptic situation. Mm. We will then begin as like the Greeks and we will be doing scenes uh, like we will be doing we will be doing live action The Bachelor like yes. in parks <gasps> on yes, where we, on like crumbled ruins. We will have rose mm-hmm. ceremonies. We will have a limo entrances. People might walk up with right. you know, they might walk up with fake limos, <laughs> but the show must go on. It will go on. And Remember what once was? <laughs> America is temporary. The Bachelor is forever. Facts on facts, baby. <laughs> facts on facts. I didn't know how to segue, so we just had to go really hard yeah. into it. Yeah, um, I mean, there is no there is no segue, um, but let the distraction begin, right? Also, in true American fashion, we start out in this intro scene with um, some good old Peloton product placement girl it's gonna be relentless this season i truly like their peloton is really letting us know like we know you're all home and our bikes are sold out for at least you know you have to, the wait time is at least five and a half months at this point sweetheart but we're gonna still tease keep dreaming ya. baby <laughs> keep dreaming keep cycling keep breaking a sweat honeys it's like the bachelor <laughs> is supposed to you know you're supposed to be lusting after the bachelor instead you're like how did yeah. he get his hands on that peloton <laughs> i'm wiping my mouth just like look at that thing rewinding <laughs> who do you think he's watching which instructor today hmm? i don't know i wonder which instructor he does like let us know matt mm. oh it's very true though i was laughing as that came on the screen do we want to get into any of the tea with any of the contestants i think maybe we should have a quick moment of tea okay. before we dive in um so I think the hot topic of this specific uh, episode was clearly queen victoria you know what's funny is she, she doesn't annoy me at all. <laughs> well, okay. Well, mm-mm. I would say she doesn't annoy me. She makes me, well, no, if I, if I was in the situation with her, if I was one of the girls, I would be furious. I would have been losing it, but watching it, I'm just like this. I feel like she's a plant. That, like it's okay, so over dude, the top. The it thing. feels like, like a plant. I think even in person, I would, I would be, ex- I think I would just be exhausted. I don't even. She doesn't. This is the thing. She doesn't move me to emotion, mm-hmm. and I don't believe she would in person either. I think I would just literally be like, "Oh my god, no. shut the fuck up." She's like, like and then move on. This is so dumb. She's like an annoying little sister where you're just like, "Go away." I'm trying to talk to my friends. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> stop. You know Mom I love I can you, play with but you. you Mom said I can play with you. These are my friends. Your friends are toxic. <laughs> you push her a little bit, you know, like when no yeah, one's looking. Yeah, you're just like, hey, like, get out of here, man. No, I, I think that um, Victoria, yeah, she doesn't. She doesn't move me. I, I, I understand that. She feels like a plant, and I, and I wrote down in my notes later on, I said, there's no real drama going on in the house because everyone is looking at Victoria. I believe the true drama will start when Victoria is sent home, mm-hmm. for sure. Everyone is a united front right now because Victoria is clearly the antagonist. There has not been a good female villain in a while. I have to say that. Pete's mm-hmm. season, 
nothing. Victoria was the was the villain that they didn't know was going to be the villain because we all knew about her yes. backstory. Yes, 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 but, true. But, but that was different. It wasn't. Well, it wasn't we may the, have one of those now with oh, Rachel. Well, no, we but I mean, to? on Pete's season, we didn't have any of the really played up villain. Yeah. Did we on Colton's season even? Mm, we had Demi. But then you started to love her. No, there wasn't there even was, any. She wasn't, there, but there, she was a, like a Victoria type. Yeah, there villain. wasn't any there. But there wasn't really any villains because n- n- there he, she didn't end up having any true beef with any of the girls or anything like that. Yeah. So there was nothing on Colton season. Mm-mm. There has not been a good villain since Crystal. It's true. Facts on facts. I feel like we're going to get a, a, a real villain this season. I, 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 I feel it in my soul. Now, tell me. Do you think it's Sarah or Rachel? <laughs> I think Rachel might be the Victoria style uh, villain where people know about things outside of the show that mm, you weren't aware while filming. Mm-hmm, mm, and I think that mm-hmm. maybe. <sighs> see, it's a real tough one because Sarah was so lovely this episode, but it's that one thing like we were saying that we get the crystal vibes. And then, of course, when you start to get the DMs, the thing that's hard with getting the DMs, which, by the way, I'm not saying please continue to send the tea in the stop. DM. Don't ever please stop. never stop the the, tea, the DMT broads. The, the, the DMT. <laughs> Joe Rogan pour one out for him. Um, but uh, you know, you always have to take those off, you know, with a grain of salt yeah. because you don't know the person who's who the info's coming from. But I will say that I did receive quite a few. DMs regarding Sarah, not saying that Sarah was like sketchy, but like saying that the crystal people who know her, like the crystal vibes, you know, is a little accurate. Seems accurate, which by the way, like love crystal now. She seems like you said you liked her, but on on camera there were maybe some well, things that went down. Yeah, and maybe maybe the maybe that person struggles with putting on a little bit of a front and being like a little bit authentic for like survival sure. tactic reasons. Sure. Which I felt like was sort of Crystal's situation. Yes, and I feel like maybe Sarah might might be that way. Could be. We'll we we this is yeah. I mean, we did end with a faint, and clearly Matt James really likes her, so she might be someone that the girls are not going to be a fan Interesting. of. Interesting. We'll see. We'll now, see. Anyways, briefly uh, touch on. Oh, go ahead. Quick tea about Vic- Queen Victoria was that um, apparently it, it was trending all over the place. Is that there is a well-known confidence coach that put out a reel on Instagram so or a TikTok or something about Victoria, and she's like, "This girl, Victoria." reached out to me before she was on The Bachelor to get confidence coaching. And then the coach goes to shade her by being like, I told her to just, if something like, just told her to be herself and and take charge or whatever. And she's like, I think she took this too seriously. Okay, I gotta say that's fucked up. Like as a as like a business warrior, this is your professional client and you're you're outing her? Also, I will be real with you. I know that this Do you think that's fake? No, I no, don't think like, so because okay. she has a this this confidence coach actually has a pretty big oh, okay, like okay, substantial okay, okay. Instagram following. Okay. I was thinking, and I know that there's no rules or regulations on this, but my silly brain would be like, if I'm going to a confidence coach, it's like going to a HIPAA. Thing. It's, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, you have like, isn't there a contract where you're not allowed to share that I went to this? I thought that this was like, yeah, you know, turns hush, out, hush. turns out confidence coach isn't, you don't actually need a PhD oh my for that. God. I would have... I thought I, I literally saw that and I was a little bit like, this is funny and ironic, but also 
a little screwed up. Yeah, it's it, to me, it's just not professional. If I saw my confidence coach, I don't have one. <laughs> if I saw my confidence saw coach, my, but for real, if I saw my confidence no. coach outing one of their clients, I'd be like, "Whoa, gay." I'd call her and I'd be like, "That's like a quick way to not want to get high, like for high profile people Mm-mm. to not want to work with you, or no. not high profile, but you know, people with followings and stuff." I'd call her and I'd be like, "Samantha." <laughs> Do we have to have a little conversation? Because I thought what I told you was a little NDA before I send my next payment, honey. Confidence coach not showing uh, that confidence. Mm. No Mm. confidence from the confidence coach. Shady. Anyway. Anyways, um, so that was a little tea. Now, here's here's the big tea. And I when I say this, I say this. Um, knowing that you and I will probably wake up tomorrow morning with lots of one star reviews for saying this Ooh. because because um, of Broads, what I please <laughs> balance them out. <laughs> if you like the show and you haven't, you know, <laughs> rated um, because I've seen Rachel's squad coming pretty intensely for anyone who's coming against. But um, uh-huh. okay, so let me paint the picture of what's Spill. going on. <laughs> This is what's going on. Now, I want to be careful the way that I say these things because just say the just say the cold hard facts of okay. like what people have been saying. This these are the things that like have the, been like factually that people have claimed. Okay. These are the things that have been shared on Reddit and online. These are the claims made. These are the claims. Now, also, quick side note, broads, don't go searching for this yourself. I'm so grateful to you, broads, who screenshot things for me, telling me that I guess there's a lot of spoilers involved in some of these, like, some of the Reddit conversations. So, thank you. Still spoiler-free. We're a spoiler-free broadcast. Um, So, don't... I wouldn't hunt around, just FYI. Um, But apparently... There was a girl who went on TikTok after the first episode and took a photo of when Rachel and Matt were having a conversation and she's laughing with the text over watching this conversation with the text over it saying, um, uh, remember when you bullied me in high school for liking a black guy? Uh, obviously, TikTok exploded because Rachel clearly had Matt's eye that night. We we made a guesstimation. We were like, oh, she seems like she'll probably go far. Um, and since then, uh, this girl has gone on her TikTok and done like a full six-part story thing. Saying, really? Like, yeah, but she kind of didn't say... Okay, yeah, this is... I, I'm going to pause real quick. Yeah. Because funny, when you said this, it reminded me of when I went on The Bachelor, there was a girl I went to high school with who tweeted out like, wow, like really sucks when you see someone like on TV who used to bully you in high school. Someone did like said literally the exact same thing about me. Well, that's the truth. (laughs) (laughs) And I bullied her relentlessly. No, There was like a lot of back and forth and backstory and it was like, bitch, I didn't fucking bully you. Like, do you need there? You are not given the full story. So when you say something in kind of ambiguous like that, like bullied me for liking a black guy, it's like there's what's the con? What's happening? Right. So so what's, what's the situation here? Right. And that's why when I'm saying all these things, it's yeah. like, OK, like so these are just the grain. These are the things that are being posted. Um, Just relaying them. Mm-hmm. So I watched her six part story and um, she she basically she did a lot of like like. I don't know. She didn't give a lot of specifics. Um, But what she was saying is that 
Apparently, Rachel and her friend group um, are, so the school, the town that they're from um, has a lot of racist roots. Um, and she talks about how the, there's a lot of racism where they're from. And she was talking Where'd about- Where you say she's from like Louisiana or something? It's a, it's a town in Georgia. Okay. Um, I forget the name of it, but uh, so- she was saying that Rachel and this crew of like popular people um, were like, she said, bullied her relentlessly. And since then, she's posted a TikTok with a bunch of DMs from people saying, I remember this. I like they did this to me too, blah, blah, blah. And apparently the crew, that same crew were together the night of the premiere of Rachel's Oh, they're those girls that were friends in high school and they're still fucking friends. Yes. So obviously this exploded and everyone is like, oh my God, you know, whatever. So people start, um, we're posting on Reddit and I think we're posting things um, like like photos of hers and there was a photo shared um, of one of the girls who was one of Rachel's friends that was at her bachelor, like the bachelor premiere episode night Um, and it is a photo of um you know it's not of rachel but it's of two of her friends who are white culturally appropriating costumes and in the background there's a confederate flag not a great look to be totally honest (laughs) uh yeah that's gonna be a hard no (laughs) and then um there was another photo of you know of rachel in a native american garb and these are more recent they're not they're not old photos either they're like these are more recent and then um People then were then deep diving on her Instagram and looking at old highlights that she posted that around the murder of George Floyd seemed to be a little Garrett Y-ish. But then at the same time, they were like parentheses with like uh, posts about um, white privilege and like suggesting watch or reading white fragility. And so she had a mixture of both. Which, by the way, is like everyone's. Sorry, everyone's been doing that this year. It's a lot. There's a lot of performative activism. Absolutely. Um, and since these things have been talked about, it looks like there was a lot of scrubbing of her Instagram. Mm-hmm. And so those posts that are talking about white privilege on the highlights are the ones that are the ones that remain. Um, so, point of this is m- much investigation is still yet to be had, mm-hmm. um, and we will be keeping you updated. Um, Obviously, if these things are true, they are horrendous. And um, yeah, so that was a long winded. Well, plus, okay, plus, like you said, sorry to interrupt, but at the but earlier you were saying that her crew is kind of going around and like, what exactly are they doing? Giving one star reviews or like? uh, Oh, well, I don't know about that, but apparently there's been other. Apparently this season's been rough. Uh, There was a podcast. I think it's In the Moment with Liv and Bix, I think is the name. Mm -hmm. And they're a a Bachelor uh, recap podcast. And they did a cast bio. And they said something like about Corinne that wasn't the girl who got kicked off like first night. And all of Corinne's friends found out about it and then gave tons of one star to their uh, to their podcast, so it just it's just ridiculous. I think people are just like, yeah, it's one of those, one of those. But then seasons. there was something with Rachel's friends coming for people. So then this girl who posted on TikTok about Rachel bullying her because she liked a black man. Um, I guess this whole crew was it was just a, a nightmare in the comment section, and then they started getting heat from some of the other people, and they like then deleted all of their comments. So I've just heard. 
I've heard word that that the crew has been like coming hard for people. So I know that a peop- some people are worried to discuss it because, you know. Well, fuck you. <laughs> like what? You're going to come on here and you're going to what you're going to give. You're going to harass people because they're just talking about the shit that your friend has done online. Yeah. Fuck so, you. so that's that. Which, and that's a, why I was wondering exactly what they're doing. Cause I gotta say, if you have like your whole mob who's going out being like, Rah. well, it could be that they're posting lies. And then I guess all my friends would probably go yeah. after someone who was posting lies about me. Point is, but is they could be doubling down because who knows? What I will say is it doesn't look good because there have been numerous people and, and, um, yeah. So, like I said, uh, obviously, continue going to be continuing doing research. But as of right now, uh, the way that it looks is not good. And if it is true, it's terrible. Dude, so. I just found the girl's TikTok who did it. And yeah, there's definitely there's a lot of dms that she was getting from no people. i know i know like, there's That's a lot I'm being like um yeah they attacked the hell out of me the popular crowd has always been deeply racist at that school yeah. there was terrible racism and bullying i went to the same high school and she bullied me the these racist roots run deep but, but like dude there's like a lot of dms for people so yeah Look I knew I didn't like her. Doesn't look now. Good. I'm fully. I'm fully like. Yep, it's true. She's a <laughs> racist, and I hate her. She's my new kit. I'm gonna tell you this. I said I didn't trust her off the I'm bat. Gonna, I'm gonna tell you this. Considering all of this is happening in the first week of her being on the show, if if the, let's just say she. She did do those things and she's had a drastic life change. Mm-hmm. There's been no apologies issued. There's been no conversation about it. And that's problem. That's going to be problem one for me. Because sure. let's just say, you know, people can change. Sure. Yeah. But also, like, if you didn't do it, then I would like if I didn't do it. I, for example, the girl who tweeted at me, I wouldn't want to call attention to it and be like, I never bullied this girl. It's like, oh, no. Then a bunch of people who didn't even know about the situation are then going to. I would just think because it. because it's still week one, it's it, I would try to like if if it's not true, I would try to take care of it now before if I go farther along in the show and there's more. It's like, no, I want to set the record straight now. This is this is fucking important. And there's a difference between that girl being like Becca bullied me versus someone being like this person is a racist. Yeah. And bullied me for liking a black man. Yeah. Like That's that's, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I will be investigating further so, on Maddie Beerster's TikTok account. <laughs> so, anywho. <sighs> um, if there's any more information known, please send it our way. Don't hesitate. And again, please no spoilers. Make haste. Please no spoilers. Um, all right. Before we actually get into this episode, do you want to take a quick little pause? Yes. <laughs> a quick little break Um, So, Becca. I think it's safe to say and broads that the events of this last year probably haven't done a lot of good for your sleep. Probably many of you feeling uh, never not tired might be a way to put Mm. it. Uh, Well, something that has done one thing actually for helping put me to rest every night has truly been having an amazing mattress. And I have Helix sleep mattresses to thank for that. Yeah, the events of the past year for me have been having a second infant. 
And that doesn't give me much sleep either. That would be a, that, yep, that, that would make sense. But Helix, <laughs> not only are Helix mattresses the best on the market, they make sure they're the best for you because they're tailored for your needs. Before purchasing, you're going to take Helix's two minute sleep quiz and um, it perfectly marries your body type and your sleep preferences to the mattress that will suit you best because they have firmness, firmness options, but they also have options dependent on your sleeping temperature and a bunch of other factors that really make a difference. Like I always get hot when I'm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, before getting my Helix mattress, I took the quiz and was matched with the Helix Midnight Luxe mattress, which is a sexy name, such a sexy name, such a sexy mattress. It's been perfect. It's firm, but not too firm, while also being soft, but not too soft. Absolutely just right. Uh, okay, I hate Goldilocks. <laughs> you know, I need that perfect <laughs> mattress. Uh, and I swear it has cut the time it takes me to fall asleep in half. Okay, I hit that mattress. I'm out, um, which is amazing because there's nothing worse than laying in bed staring at the no. ceiling, which is what I used to do a lot. Um, I'm obsessed with my Helix and I've never slept be- better, but don't take my word for it. Helix was also awarded the number one best overall mattress pick of 2020 by GQ and Wired. Oh, wow. Yeah. Plus, all of their mattresses have a one year warranty and a 100 night trial period. And the best part, Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders. And two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash chatty. That's helixsleep.com slash chatty for up to $200 off and two free pillows. And those pillows are nice. Nice. Um, Well, lately I've been finding myself in what I like to call a presentable light dress code, uh, meaning I'm not fully in pajamas, but I'm sure as hell not wearing jeans either, like maybe a loose suit trouser with a sweater, something you could easily lounge around the house in, but also if you want to run to the store, get some martini ingredients, you wouldn't look out of place. Um, And also with this new dress code has come need for a new Mm. bra. Nothing too stifling or too stiff, but something more than a bralette, um, you know, well, with a little help from Third Love, I found the perfect bra, and I always find the perfect I'm bra with Third Love. It. And it's so cute. I know. You're, of course, talking about the bra we both love from Third Love. Mm-hmm. They're 24-7 classic t-shirt bra. Mm-hmm. Actually, I'm wearing the lace balconette, but I have the t-shirt bra, too. It's by far the bra I wear most often, but I do have a lot of other fun options from Third Love, like I just mentioned, my balconette, that I love because their bras are just really the best. Third Love promises no shortcuts or substitutions, and you can tell by the quality of their product. Every bra is made with memory foam cups, no slip straps, and a scratch-free band. Plus, they offer the most inclusive size range I've ever seen because they have more than 80 different sizes Mm -hmm. from cups AA to I and bands from 30 to 48, and they have half sizes. Also, their bras, my biggest thing with bras so often is like, I want a bra to feel light. Mm. Not like that, those heavy bras oh, where you yeah. put them on and you're just like, dude, my back and like, yeah, or everything. too much padding. These are like, right. It's, it's just perfect. Of course, shopping online is hard, especially for bras, but. With Third Love's Perfect Fit Promise, returns and exchanges are always free, so you can purchase with confidence. Their team of experts is also always available to answer questions and help you get your best fit yet. Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone, so right now, they're offering our listeners 20% off your first order today. Go to thirdlove.com slash chatty now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 20% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash chatty for 20% off today. 
All right. So we start this episode and we get a tease. So I guess that's that's the new style of this show is that they tease us with a little like, you know how the last one it was a tease of the vibrator, yeah. painting the vibrator. Now we're getting a tease of Sarah fainting. I don't need it and I don't like it and it's stupid. I don't understand. It's that I don't like this form, this new format. They're trying to get dramatic with it. Change it. <laughs> Stop it, it now. Also, ABC... Um, your your previews and trailers lately have a lot of revealing that I don't want to see. Like, I'm seeing all of a sudden now, oh, I see that Victoria is now going to be in the next episode, even though you did a to-be-continue. You ruined the rose ceremony. Yeah. Don't show us Victoria. We're, yeah. we're going to be here next week. We don't need to see that. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, I know. It's like, all right, well, that just... Just spoiled okay. it. We're here. We're not going anywhere. I guess the only drama is Sarah fainting. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Whoop-de-doo. <laughs> Whoop-de-doo. Guess what? They're probably going to give her a glass of water and she's going to stand up and give Matt a hug and on with the goddamn show. Girlfriend just locked her knees. <laughs> that, that's theater 101, honey. Nope, 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 nope. Don't lock those knees. Standing on those risers for they're an gonna hour give and her, a half. They're going to give her a little cookie to help her blood sugar, some water, maybe some lemonade. She'll be good as Matt's new. Matt's going to be like, hey, are you going to... Okay, he's going to squat down on the ground, hold mm-hmm. her hands, mm-hmm. give her a little kiss on the forehead or some shit. Mm-hmm. He's going to say in ITMs, like, wow, she's just so brave and it was just so scary <laughs> to see her like that, whatever. Uh-huh. And then on to the group date for next week or whatever. Yep. Rose ceremony. That's we see that Victoria Stain. I mean. be it. At this point, I think I know the format of the whole show. Yes. Also, at this point, you reminded me that the episode two and three typically of every season is Are quite slow. Trash. And this one was pretty slow. No Obviously, exceptions. we had the Victoria drama, which but I know it wasn't it wasn't it doesn't, your, it doesn't titillate it, me. it I it mind boggled me to be quite honest the, the the argument with Mary Lynn was unlike anything I've ever seen it was baffling <laughs> <laughs> it was like I felt like I needed to take out a pen and paper and put my bachelor notes down and be taking like a psych class being like I need to I need to observe whatever's going on because I feel like this could be a great uh <laughs> you know I could be writing my my Exhortation. Dissertation. Exhortation. <laughs> My exaltation. I sound like Victoria doing that with all of her. What, what did she Malaprops. say? Malaprops. Oh my goodness. Um, she said, I have it. I have it down here somewhere. There's one with she said, I'm, gestures. Yeah, she said, I'm the queen and they're my gestures. <laughs> there was a few too. There were a couple in there and I was like, oh my goodness. Um, all right. Well, the first one on one. First one on one. Oh, also, by the way, the women are now in their in their home, which in is the pad. entire chateau hotel. That's sick. I mean, yeah, because they only have like it sounds like they only have one roommate. Yeah, they only dope. have one roommate. Like and I told you we were in bunks with like five people. I mean, in the bachelor mansion. Honestly, maybe this is the way that they should just start going. At there was a room in the bachelor hotel. mansion that had straight up ten girls sleeping it with a bunch of bunk beds all lined up. That's wild. Which is kind of fun. It's but fun. kind of horrible. Yeah, I would feel like I would like my own space a little mm. bit. But their their like hangout spot is the lo- it looks like the lobby of the hotel. Yeah, it's gigantic. Yeah, it's they weird. have plenty of space from each other. Yeah, yeah, it's not good for the show. We no. need them closer, like sardines. <laughs> we need them confined into one. Torture them more, more torture. <laughs> okay, um, but uh, we have yes, like you said, first one on one with Bree. Um, who was so cute. She was like, I wore my worst outfit today. I was so sad about it. She's so cute. She's, I, she is, Brie is mega calming presence. Hmm. She is beautiful and like 
funny, but also low key. She's going to go real far. Oh, if she does it, I will be. Final two? Potentially, yeah. Potentially. First one-on-one, too. That's always a good sign. Always go far with the first one-on-one. Uh-huh. Who did Tasha take on her first one-on-one? Brendan. Who did Pete take on his first one-on-one? Maddie. Yep. Mm-hmm. Final two. Pete took his mom on his first one. I feel like Bree will have a really good speech at the end when he ends up dumping her for like Rachel or some shit. By the way, speaking of that, I don't want to get like too deep into it because I would really love to have this conversation with Natasha and Justine from Two Black Girls, Mm -hmm. One Rose Mm -hmm. because we're going to be doing a collab hopefully very soon with them. But you should check out if you don't fault if you don't listen to them on Patreon, you should. But their Instagram, um, I did get a lot of messages from um, different women of color this week sending a perspective about the Matt James. Oh yeah, Chris I saw Harrison that on social media conversation, too. Um, which I think was extremely important to talk about. Mm. Natasha and Justine have a clip of their conversation yeah, about I saw it that. on their um, on their Instagram. You should definitely check it out. Um, in fact. We'll make sure to link that on our um, on our Instagram page. But I'd love to have that conversation with them. Um, yeah, just a quick side note. So Brie gets a quad date, um, looking super cute. And <laughs> <laughs> dude, been back at the house. I mean, <laughs> Victoria's killing me. She's like, I don't have that little connection that like you guys have with Brie. So like, I know you guys are all happy for her. Meanwhile, like I want time with Matt. She legit says, I'm so sick of you guys. <laughs> it's like been 24 hours. I am so sick of you. Like, honestly, all of your faces bother me already. And the only thing that I want to do is spend time with Matt and have 17 more Aperol spritzes because <laughs> I'm convinced that I am drunk all of the time. Yeah, I'm convinced of that. Too. Yeah, I think she actually might have alcohol issues. Oh, gosh. Well, that's not where I was going, but that's tragic. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I can't do my drunken impersonation. Yes, you can, because I just made that up out of okay. nowhere. I don't even think I've seen her with more than two drinks in her hand. But I just always picture her with Aperol spritz or a champagne. I picture Paris Hilton being Which, her icon. By the way, and- you're on point because I found her inst- on her Instagram. She says something with like dump him and have an Aperol. She loves an Aperol spritz, uh-huh. and I can't hate her it. for that because it's one of my favorite drinkies. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> um, but I I am cracking up because Victoria is absolutely losing it, and I am already quite impressed with, as Bennett would put it, the emotional intelligence of a lot of these women handling her. Let's Agreed. talk about Jasenia. She's just like, Jasenia <laughs> was killing me. She's trying to calm her down, and then in, and then in her interview, she's like, Victoria's lashing out. Her energy is intense. <laughs> Jacinia has. Does she have any pageant girl history? I don't know. She to me is like perfect pageant girl, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but like not in a bad way. Like she is just no. perfect and yes. on point. And I'm like, she would make a really good pageant girl. Yeah, we have we have Jacinia with all that emotional intelligence. At one point later on in the episode, Chelsea. Um, uh, it was Chelsea and who else? Um, I think it's Serena. P, I forget, but everyone's kind of like actually 
really having very valuable critiques for Victoria. They're not just like, I would be like, bitch, shut up. And she's like, I want time with Matt. That's like Victoria's response. She's like, I'm not tail spinning. I'm like, okay. And the women are just like, we're going to help you through this, Victoria. And she's just like, no. I don't want your help. I hate all of you. This isn't a sorority. <laughs> It's wild. <laughs> Meanwhile, on the date, okay, so did so the, the ATV situation sketch? Um, Matt, sketch? Matt fully, she hopped on the back and he fully did the do you trust me romantic moment crashed. <laughs> pa- practically flipped them. I was expecting an injury. Like it looked Dude, that's not painful. Safe. No, that ATV is a heavy. Did you know actually like the ATVs, like compared to dirt bikes, you can get in like bad accidents bad accidents with dirt bikes but atvs are like way worse because they can fall on top of you horrifying yeah (laughs) i wonder if the producers like wonder if there's any broken wrists that we could add a little bit of like a quick hospital trip drama Mm, to bond brie and matt together for life (laughs) they put something in that atv to get it to flip god because it looked like it hurt yeah but instead they were rolling around in some of that mud yeah um matt is concerned that brie's mother will be upset and he calls her mother Miss Bree because of course they don't know each other's last That's names. That's cute. <laughs> Which I always forget. That's cute. That they don't know each other's last names. It always blows my mind. Well and then lo and behold they come across a hot tub in the middle of the forest. The, so romantic. The hot tub. The music though? I mean, why you got to do that, ABC? The hatchet? I'm like, that's scary. This is their first date, and he's pulling out a hatchet. Like, that's a red flag. It was, they set it up like a full Chippendales moment. Or like, yeah, like a porn shoot. Yeah, so the music was extreme. Yeah. I expected him to be like, can I clean you off? And then he'd be like... (laughs) (laughs) We see him take his shirt off. Put the gloves on. And he, this like, man has bricks for abs. Bricks. And I don't know how I feel about it. A little too shredded. Yeah, Becca and I were talking about, obviously, he's All of gorgeous. And he dudes looked, are basically trash compared to him. I mean, honestly, <laughs> sorry, guys. But, like, he is actually, like, it's like, like you said, it's bricks. And she knows. She's like, I yeah. think he has 8 to 16 abs, <laughs> which is true. Yes. yes. But Becca and I were talking. We're like, here's the thing. It looks very nice. But then the reality of it is... That if someone looks like that, the amount of time in the gym. This is a single man in quarantine who has been doing nothing but, like you said, eating boiled chicken. I'm like, I don't want to And have, lifting two to three hours a day. I want to watch lots of shitty TV and eat nachos with my partner. Yeah. So I, that would be... I, I want to get like, high and order <laughs> shit pizza. Yes. And I'd be like, you look amazing. But what's the reality of this? He'd be like, oh, no, I'm keto, babe. I can only eat the pepperonis. And you're like... I'd be like, well, I guess I'm eating this entire pie by myself. I'd be like, this get pizza pie out. Eat this whole thing. Like, oh, you know, he's going to try to get you to do like partner workouts and like oh, no. cha- lifting challenges and stuff. I'd be like, honey, I just got my row machine. You can go to your I thing. Mean, I'm, I'm a competitive just- bitch, but I'll just do 15 minutes on my Peloton here. I don't want to be involved in whatever sort of like 200 no. squat challenge oh, you're doing. Oh my God, no. Good luck with that, babe. <laughs> Anyway, okay, so we brought up um, one thing about Matt is he is a respectful king. We noticed throughout the whole episode, like with this hot tub situation, he's like, is that okay if we get in the hot tub with you? He's much uh, all about consent. He is the he is a consent king and we love it. He consistently is asking, like, may I kiss you? And he's not he's waiting. He's just very respectful. He's not 
he's not throwing it offhandedly. Like he looked her in the eyes and was like, do you, are you okay with getting in the hot tub? Yes. In a way that was like, if she said, no, I don't want to take my clothes off and get in the hot tub. He'd be like, that's totally cool. Let's sit and just have wine on the grass. Like he's giving off that kind of vibe, which I am living I for. I love it. He has been a shining, 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 he's been a shining example. A shining beacon. He's been a shining example about how consent can be sexy. And so you can, sexy. You, you actually can ask for consent about everything and not make it weird. And he does it in a sexy way. Yes. He's looking deeply into her eyes and, and like, asking if and the subtext is, do you feel comfortable, babe? Are you yes. good? That's all I care about and right now. And when someone asks me if I'm comfortable, I mean, that is a, that, that's nothing more yeah, romantic Yeah, like, all right, so we're having anal right now. <laughs> so that's, that's how comfortable I am. Yes. Also, also, um, he continued to ask consent throughout this episode with other things like, can I make it, like, may I make a toast? Mm-hmm. Are you comfortable? Like, he, he was... <sighs> I like that about him me quite too. a lot. Me too. Quite a lot. Um, I... Uh, did though notice that um, Matt does uh, what I realized I did the other day, <sighs> and that's kiss with your eyes open. And I sure don't know why the producers didn't immediately have a little chat with him and say, Matthew, you got to keep your eyes closed on camera because we're getting an up angle of you and we <laughs> see your eyes open and babe, it ain't cute. It's a, it's it's, you know, and again, Matt, listen, I do it as well. Okay, I like to look. <laughs> I like to look. I just think like d- Jess, Matt, both of you guys, just like do the thing where you just kind of flutter, open your eyes and see what's going on and then close them. Like you're Sleeping Beauty awaking from her death and going back I, to dreamland. I think I do that. Like my brain says I do that, but, but I'm probably like- just staring my entire time. <laughs> just like... <laughs> But like I said to you earlier, like what those lips do, babe. Not a problem if there's no one else in the room. If there's yes. no one filming it, you do your creepy yourself. You yes, know? I'm very interested to see how many memes are going to come out today. Of I mean, his he's eyes got open. he's got big eyes. Yes, the he one does, he's- and he's looking, and he's absolutely looking. <laughs> he's gonna figure it out now. <laughs> Cringe um, and creepy. If I was one of the girls, I'd be. <gasps> Just but they're the having, time? but their eyes are closed the whole time. That's what I'm saying. No, watching it back now. Oh yeah, no, I'd be like, honey, we have to fix this. <laughs> Whoever he ended up with is just like, oh my gosh. <laughs> um, so then back at the uh, house, back at the house, Victoria's talking mad shit. <laughs> I mean, Victoria, it's just going swiftly downhill. Anna's killing me. She's talking to the girls, and she's just like, um. Don't bash me, okay? Like, I'm actually a positive person. (laughs) The thing is, I believe her. She's just like, when she says she's happy for Brie, I believe her. She's like, I am. I have a glass of wine and a whole cheese board ready for when Brie comes home. And I really want to know how it went. Yes. I would like to know how my future husband is on a date. Yep. (laughs) She means it. Yep. Um... But, uh, okay, well, so back to Matt and Bree's date. Yes. Unfortunately, Becky and I had a little bit of an internet drop for the first, like, I think, minute. So we... Not too... I don't think anything consequential. I don't think so either. But we were... We saw them walking in, and then suddenly they were talking about her father um, not being around. Yes, yes, yes. Which they had talked about in their uh, first little moment together on... The first episode. Yeah, and they shared what I thought was a pretty heartwarming mm-hmm. moment where they were talking about how they both always gravitated towards like 
big families and mm-hmm. like solid family units with their like they would gravitate towards those friends families like yeah. growing up and all that kind of stuff and she has a really sweet line where she's like i want to find someone who is like my family yeah it was so beautiful and i was just thinking about too like you know this is this is the real life shit to me this is the this is right. your with, over at your in-laws this is day to day like you know the the trauma that can come from that and you both have the same experience and i'm sure that that is going to be something huge in a relationship together i also suddenly pictured matt and his mom and brie and her mom at christmas together and having cute like best friend mom moments hopefully and so then i was like i sure hope i'm already getting attached to brie don't break her heart she's sweet she's so sweet um then of course he asks to give a toast consent (laughs) I'd be like, actually, I don't feel comfortable with that. I am the only one who gives toasts around here. To love. To um, love. <laughs> Back at the house, uh, Victoria's just getting crazy. There's not this. This is why I'm bored by her. She's just doing crazy shit. Yeah, like she's just being crazy. There's oh, nothing truly. like t- to me that's like novel or interesting. I'm just like you. There's something going on here. It's just wild to me that it's actually coming out of her mouth so unprovoked. That's what's the shocking it's thing very, to me. It's like, very childlike. Like, yes. not even, like, immature or childish. No, like, like a child. Mm-hmm. Like, you're, you're acting actually like my nine-year-old neighbor when she said that, like, I couldn't come over to her house anymore. Yeah. she <laughs> She's looking at the group of women being like... <sighs> Since the way that you've made me all feel, like, I don't feel like I can be my authentic authentic self on a group date. So I don't want a group date. Like, I would like a one-on-one. Yeah. It's a like, shocker. Well, <laughs> so do all of us. So, I mean, it's the point of the whole thing, right? <laughs> but uh, she ends up, of course, getting the group date. And it's an 18-person group date. That is date. so big. 18 people. I don't know if I know 18 people. Oh, no, I think... I can't remember the last... Think about the last time you were with 18 people. That was like a... It's just over... It was... I mean, it's been at least a year now. Remember the super spreader party at my house last weekend? I said we weren't going to talk about that. I'm so sorry. That was like 55. No, 18 (laughs) people? Can you you believe? Someone's going to take that seriously, by the way. It's a joke. At the grocery store, I was with like 60 people under the... Probably like a hun- oh, over that's 100. Oh, that's true. That's true. The grocery store. You go to the store. dumb places like that. But like actually like making eye contact and having conversation with 18 people. I don't remember Jarring. when I've ever done that. <laughs> Last orgy. In court. <laughs> like, when are you going to make eye contact with and talk to that many people? I mean, honey, it's been a while since you've gone on a night out with me. I guess so. You can't take me anywhere. <sighs> I gotta talk I really to can't, everybody. I really can't take you anywhere now. Sad. Um, yeah, that is so sad. <laughs> um, but uh, okay, so so back in the house, the girls say basically that they're jealous, and then Victoria loses it because oh. she's like, "You girls were being." I, I this is just like the 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 spark notes it's like you girls said that i was being mean when i said i was sick of all of yes, you because because the fireworks start going off and they're all running out like oh Bree's getting fireworks oh, obviously I wish I had she's fireworks. home i wish i had fireworks which beck and i were saying by the way when that when that loud boom happened i thought it was a gun yes. and i thought chris harrison was gonna be like yeah <laughs> group date starts now ladies <laughs> We're going hunting. <laughs> They're just like 
the woods of Get out of your tactical gear! Night fishing goggles! Dude, that's like some scary hazing <laughs> shit. I would not put put past them. At oh all. my god! Well, the way that Chris acted in that other in the actual group date, I mean, it was basically the same thing. Oy um, but yeah, sorry. Back to you, then, Victoria. They all run out and they're all like feeling the jealousy bug, of course. And yeah, that's even when Victoria's just like, "Oh my god, this is so wrong!" Like this is now all of a sudden you guys understand what it's like. But when I say it, and it's just like, what are you talking also, about? Also, the way you said it, bitch, was like, I'm sick of all of you and I hate <laughs> you all. And I'll take any opportunity to be around you less is basically what she said the first time. And she's like, I don't know why you guys got pissy about that. It's like, you are, you need help. It was, I mean. She also keeps changing, saying she's authentic and real. Mm, it's so funny. Yikes, taking those catch words. Um, probably and from her confident coach. Probably from confidence the confidence coach, coach um, who doesn't know how to keep a confidence. And, uh, uh, <laughs> and Victoria, she's just going off. Now, this is when we see, we continue to see the emotional intelligence of all so many of these women who are just like, um, here's the thing, though. Maybe you could have said it this way. This is what this is, the way you put it, that was upsetting to us. And she will not hear anybody. And then all of a sudden, she decides to come for Marilyn or Marilyn, uh, who is apparently her roommate, God bless her soul. And she's just like, you, you specifically, um, you, you hurt my feelings. And Marilyn's just like, what exactly did I do? And we find out the horrific thing that Marilyn did. The horrific, unspeakable it's so act. Funny because Victoria, Victoria doesn't. You can tell she doesn't really embellish it because she's literally like, "You said I would like to know what's going on in your brain, uh, or I would like to pick your brain and know what's going on in your head, so I could get to know you and understand you better as a person." <laughs> Disgusting. And Marilyn's like, I said I'd like to get to know you better. And and Victoria's like, you know what you said, and you said what I just said. And Marilyn's like, okay. She's like, yeah, what I was just fuck? saying maybe we can get to know each other since we're living together. Horrible. How dare she? How and then, dare and then she, she says that Marilyn's psychologically disturbed. And she has to move out of the room because of it. What? And she goes and she's like, well, I'm going to be sleeping on the couch. And, you know, Marilyn's just like, thank God. Marilyn's like, it's like okay. I'm going to take a shower. Like, Talk, chat soon. OK, well, I guess we'll be catching up later. I but, get this nice room to myself. I, uh, I mean, it I, doesn't make what? any sense. Okay. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. <sighs> whatsoever. Um, Wedding dress date next? Wedding dress date next. Let's do it. Um. First of all, our favorite photographer of all photographers. Baby, Franco is back. <laughs> He's the new Neil Lane. He's going to be in every season. And they, he is, I mean, he, they hadn't used Franco in many years. They used him on? What? He was, I believe, the, the, the one who photographed in Nick's wedding dress date, if I'm not mistaken. So he only does the wedding dress dates. And they just use him for the wedding dress dates. But Can we stop with the wedding dress dates? I hate it. I I don't hate Franco. It's just like, okay, we get it. We're going to pretend like you guys are getting married. I feel this is going to sound so old-fashioned of me, so I'm so sorry. Okay. But I will say, I, I've talked about wanting to have a wedding episode before where I talk about, and I think that weddings are 
yeah, I think it's very much like enforced and I don't think you should have to feel a pressure to have a wedding or whatever. And yeah, I would probably do it so we can come and get drunk at it. But have a huge one so I can rage (laughs) and make sure it's an open bar and there's a good DJ. (laughs) That's all I care about. (laughs) But I will say that there is something like very intense about putting on a wedding dress for the first time maybe in front of your friends or your family and looking in the mirror and it is a special moment and hearing like Jasenia be like I've never been in a wedding dress before yeah. I was like I'd be kind of pissed if I was forced to put a wedding dress on and actually like make eye contact with myself and be like oh this is what I'm gonna look like okay well now I know and now mm. it's kind of ruined because that's kind of the fun part mm. about trying on a wedding dress for the first time being like oh my god I'm in a wedding dress this looks kind of fun someone should pull the move where they put it on and start crying they're like I'm gonna do it I'm gonna say yes to the dress this is the one like this is the this is the one, and you're they're like what? everyone's like what? And you're like this is this is it. This is my this is my dress. This is for me. They're like everyone would be like so. What's the price tag on it? Is it under budget? Please don't I tell told me. It's myself over my I wouldn't go over thirty five hundred. It's 4, but I could maybe do four. Dad, Dad, please, it's the one. Everyone would be like what? Uh, uh, uh. That would be I, so good. Can, or you, can you imagine if I pulled the most obnoxious, like I pulled, if I'm on the show, I pull Matt aside and I'd be like, Matt, I'm not comfortable putting a wedding dress on. We sh- I should only wedding. have this moment once. I only want this moment once. But I know that sounds so silly, but I, I, I always think about that when I see them in wedding dresses because I was like, I'm so not wired that way. I am not romantic sentimental. or sentimental at all. You should see what I throw away. It's horrifying. <laughs> You're like, mm, grandmother's pearls, <laughs> trash. So last year. <laughs> but, but even me with my frigid heart, with my frigid, frigid throwing away heart, when I stood for the first time and looked at myself and I was like, girl, you look good in this wedding dress. And it was a special Aww. moment to see my mom get teary because the woman never gets teary. Aww. You know what I mean? So it was a thing. So I'm just looking at them being like, huh, I if I would have put that wedding dress on for a second time, I would have been like, here I am in a second wedding dress. I have a wedding dress Pinterest board. Oh my God, I can't wait to look at that later. I just started it the other day because I have nothing better to do with my time than plan a wedding that I'm not engaged for. <laughs> also, you know if you're is? watching the YouTube, I know I look like a cater waiter today. I just realized <laughs> that cater waiter is sitting in front. Isn't that what it's called? A cater waiter? Yeah, when you're a waiter, like a catering waiter. A cater waiter? I don't know. I was a catering waiter and I thought I was just a, just in catering. Like maybe I made up a cute new term. <laughs> Cater waiter. I like it. Um, <laughs> I feel like actually, though, my obsession with the wedding thing is not actually coming from a true place of wanting to get married. Rather so that I have been stuck in quarantine in L.A. for almost mm. a year now. And so Grayson and I have been looking for any excuse to have a massive party post COVID. Yes. I'm and so I feel like our best excuse is a wedding. Mm-hmm. So we have both become kind of fixated on like all these elaborate, like our week long bachelor bachelorette party at a giant place in Mexico yes. where people can come and go at their whim. How we'll have a New Year's Eve yes. ball drop disco wedding, like on like a garden, like 90s garden party vibes. It's so fun. I know you gave me the idea because your friend did that. It was I've had two friends do it. So romantic. So exciting. We wanted so we want to do one that's almost like Great Gatsby style, like 90s garden, but like 90s garden wedding. You know what I'm talking about? Like oh East God. Coast money, sort of like father of the bride, like in that beautiful like. God, I can't wait to show up wearing white. 
<laughs> go for it. Honestly, I, I want everyone wearing like yeah. white, black, or silver for photos. I support this highly. Anyways, I want my bridesmaids wearing white. Wait. Everyone looks good in white. It's true. I don't give a shit. I'm going to look better than everyone anyway. Who cares if they're wearing Always the same color dead. as me? <laughs> Insecure if you think otherwise. Okay. Moving on. Um, back to Franco. Um, <laughs> he is he is killing me in his, I'm sure, faux fur jacket and his pinky what red is suit. What is his hair? I'm like... He, it is, it, 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 it's pouring rain, okay? okay? And I'm watching... He always looks a little bit like someone who's like impersonating who's the actual photographer like he's someone who's a scam artist who came in off the street pretending to be Franco the photographer definitely agree and I will say sorry Franco but whatever this little clips that they always show of the photos are a little hazy and I know it was raining but you know I don't know um (laughs) sus is all we're saying no shade to you Franco but it's pouring rain. All the women have um, their umbrellas. And somehow Matt James doesn't look like he has a single droplet of rain. No, him. Matt James is remaining. He looks great. Perfection always. I don't understand. Yeah. Um, and so we uh, all the women are putting on their dresses. And the first uh, woman that is with Matt is Jasenia. She gets a smooch. Serena P is getting cute hugs. <laughs> Kayla and Matt, she is telling him to give her a kiss on the cheek. I love Kayla so much. Um, and then, of course, Queen Victoria interrupts Mari because that's just what people walks do. in front. Just walks in front <laughs> in the middle of the photo shoot. She's just like, royal wedding here. And somehow, even in the wedding dress, the bra is showing. <sighs> Victoria Dude, in every dress. I feel bad for her because she's so tacky. It hurts hurts me yeah i i i you know like i actually feel bad for her i wanted to tuck a lot the the bra just constantly she just and i sure hope one of the one of the girls had told her like hey let me fix (sighs) but you know but i don't blame them because she's just being just a nightmare she just is that drunk nightmare friend she just is i don't know if she actually drinks or not i'm not making it sorry i shouldn't have called her an alcoholic earlier but she is that just like fucked up friend who Mm -hmm. you have to take care of who you're just like oh my god poor thing well she busts out she ends up getting her turn she busts out a garter and of course is hoping matt james will probably take it by the by his teeth Mm -hmm. and take it off of course he's you know did you guys do that at your wedding? Yes, and it's my biggest regret. Yeah, that's cringe. Yeah, and I felt really pressured into doing it, and I wish that that mm. I wish that thirty two year old Jessica could go back to twenty three year old Je- Jessica's wedding and just be like, "That is a no thanks for me." Yeah, but it was kind of funny when Evan shot it because our group of friends was so fun, and they were like, "Yeah." I feel like that's something that like Gray and I want to have a combined bachelor bachelorette party. No, I feel like. Well, we're gonna have to have both, and that's fine. Yeah, because I normally look down on that because I'm like, oh, so like someone here is afraid of the other person cheating. Well, no, yeah, we'll we'll do both because a combined party is very fun. Yeah, I just want to do but both because I we'll, want all of our friends to hook up, and yeah. I want us to be like just super drunk and just belligerent. So many of our friends hooked up at our wedding. It was so much fun. I love that. And the next morning, I got all the tea from all my friends as we were driving to our, the That's airport. That's all I could ask so for fun. on my perfect, oh. on my on my, the best day I of my life. Like, That's all I could ask for. God bless. I want to see people making eye contact across the wedding thing because they just <laughs> you know fucked two days ago and one of them has a girlfriend and they're cheating it's like oh shit they're a bad person but also you guys look cute together i need to deal with all oh, that shit, they're a bad person. 
But um, anyway, what I was saying is the garter thing is actually kind of fun for like a combined bachelor bachelorette party. That's more appropriate instead of yeah, in, like yeah. in front of your fucking grandma. No, I was not really wanting to do that in front of like his family either. But, you know, we did it. Okay. So anyway, but sorry. she, but he was, resp- he was, you know, he was slowly, he was like, hey, I'm not going to do the mouth thing. Yeah. And obviously Victoria is coming for Corinne's crown with her topless Nick mm-hmm. Vial situation. Cannot be topped. Nope. Cannot no be pun topped. Intended. Uh, she goes in for the kiss. <laughs> Franco's like, oh, gorgeous. Creme de la creme. Okay. Then <laughs> Chris Harrison pops out of nowhere and he's like, my small. We need someone who's going to fight to capture his heart. I mean, he comes in ominous as shit. Like You got to fight. It's like you were going to have it fight through. I thought they were doing some cage fighting thing or something. I, like, mean, I didn't know what was about to go down. He tells them that they need to be able to fight through anyone and anything for love. Like what? And we are Anything? Confused. Anyone? No. No, we say no. <laughs> we say no, We sir. say no to Carter Pelt <laughs> grabbing when you don't want it and we say no to, to we, fighting anything for love we say no to your bride battle this feels like an idea that him and Lauren Zima had in bed together that's what Fantasy. this feels like to Ew. me yeah Ew, that's disgusting well before we talk about what they actually do in this in this the woodlands that they take them to outside of the hotel <laughs> sus all of this is just sus. actually kind of creepy very creepy ominous very okay. ominous um yeah, I mean, things were getting hot out there. And you know where else I like to spice it up? Ooh, in the kitchen. This is my segue. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, take it away, Jess. Well, broads, look, I've said it once and I'll say it again. I'm no Wolfgang in the kitchen, but I try my best. And a good chef or a good wannabe chef like myself needs amazing tools. More specifically, an amazing set of knives. Any chef will tell you a good set of knives will change everything when it comes to cooking. And what if you don't need an entire good set of knives, but just one amazing knife? The knife to rule all knives, the Misen Chef's Knife. This thing came in the mail and I was thrilled. Oh, I I swear to God, using a good knife when cooking makes the food taste better and it makes me a better cook. Or even if I'm not a better cook, it makes me look like a better cook because I'm just Mm. chopping away. (laughs) No stopping me. Um... I don't know. I do know the Mise and Chef's knife is a must-have. Just this one knife was designed to replace an entire set of kitchen knives, which I do have a whole drawer full of kitchen knives which are now useless thanks don't to Mise. Don't need them anymore. And this knife is sexy. Not really a term I would usually use to describe a knife, but when you see it, you'll agree. I, I agree. don't even know I how do to describe it. It's I a sexy agree. knife. Uh, the sloped handle allows you to chop more efficiently, easily, and safely, and it comes in an array of colors. It's definitely not the knife you shove in the back of the dirty kitchen drawer when you're done with it. That's for sure. Mm. Mise's uh, chef knife is made with high-grade stainless steel, so it stays sharper longer, lasts a lifetime, and the best part, it's two to three times less expensive than other premier knife brands. This is a true story. Evan, our, our knives are, have been trash, and yeah. he's been doing a lot of cooking, and he's been obsessing over knives. Well, this knife showed up because they're a sponsor, mm-hmm. and he opened the package and was like, oh, babe. You got me a knife. And I was like, yes, I did. (laughs) And I ran with that. And honey, it was his favorite Christmas present. Merry Christmas. he's been using it every single day and is obsessed. I love that. Shh, don't tell him. (laughs) Step up your cooking game now and head over to misen.com slash chatty for 20% off your first order. Now that's spelled. Pay attention. M-I-S-E-N dot com slash chatty for 20% off your first order. Misen.com slash chatty spelled M-I-S-E-N. Mm-hmm. 
Well, broads, we did it. We finally got out of the dumpster fire that was 2020. But 2021, although short, has already been rough. (laughs) Which is why taking care of your mental health is still just as important as ever. If the next 12 months are anything like the last 12 months, I should add my therapist to my speed dial now, which actually I basically already have because I use Talkspace. Yeah, I love Talkspace. Mm -hmm. It's the digital therapy platform that makes access to mental health easy, approachable, and affordable no matter where you are or what you're going through. And as someone who wasn't on board with therapy for a long time, I am now so don't come for me i will say this is the best way to dip your toes in for me therapy always seemed intimidating because you got to find the right therapist you got to open up to someone in their own office not to mention it's so expensive um talkspace solves all those issues and you can talk to your dedicated therapist online 24 7 365 also like my thing is that at least where we live, all therapists are virtual right now. Mm-hmm. And in the past, I was like, ah, I don't know if that's something I want to get on board for. But no, now with Talkspace, it's like your therapist is virtual, just like all the other therapists, but it's like half the price. And 24-7. Yeah. Availability. Yeah. I mean, the so, the, 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 uh, the, the amount of wait time that I used to have for my old therapist, mm. it would be like, you know, catch you next year type of, mm. type of energy. And Talkspace has licensed therapists in 40 different specialties, uh, too. So the therapy is super specific to you and your needs. And the best part, like you were saying, it's going to cost you a fraction of what in-person therapy costs. For me, even if I don't feel like I'm struggling with any one specific thing at the moment, it's such an important time for me to just talk to a neutral person. Uh, you'd be surprised how much better you feel by just talking to somebody. Yeah, and getting an outsider perspective to mm-hmm. help give you revelations, a third-party perspective. It's, it's always good to have. Anyway, Necessary. therapy has given us practical guidance that has really changed our lives for the better, and we're so glad we found Talkspace and got the support we need. You can too. As a listener of Chatty Broads, you'll get $100 off your first month with Talkspace. So to match with the licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com or download the app. Make sure to use code chatty and you're going to get $100 off your first month and you can show your support for the show. That's chatty at Talkspace.com. Well, they uh, take them out into the woods and Chris Harrison continues to ominously tell them that they're about to play (sighs) capture the heart. Okay, what was this bullshit? So they have to capture the heart, like capture the flag. I I, got to say the game began and I had no idea what the fuck was going. What was the paint? What was with the purses and the bouquets? Like I I did not. There was he said it was a free for all and it was just stupid. It made me mad. There was no rules. They went into a craft closet and were just like. And he literally, there, there were no rules. No. Which is, which is wild. Yeah, and then at one point there was a huge dog pile <laughs> was, of them trying to grab the heart. What the hell was that? It was getting very violent. I will let you know that I would have been really excited for this date because the competitive nature in me, though I am not athletic, I could see myself being like, I am going to just cover myself in paint and I'm going to win this. I mean... I like the no rules thing. That's good. <laughs> That's kind of what ended up happening because MJ just went for it. But we we got to highlight is Franco going rogue and being like, I have to get in there. This is high fashion. That was incredible. My favorite moment in the entire episode. Me too. The, the, Matt James, Chris Harrison, Franco all lined up at that judge's panel. Franco has his binoculars to make sure he doesn't miss a single moment. And he cannot. His artist spirit is screaming within. I'm watching 18 beautiful women paint wedding dresses. What is this? What is the metaphysical meaning behind all this? And he is tiptoeing out amidst all of it. It is it is absolutely it was it was a symphony to watch him. It was absolutely stunning. I wish that I was a photographer photographing <sighs> Franco photographing the women 
I wish you were too. <laughs> well, also, red team wins. Also with the no rules thing, you and I were talking about like, I would have fully gone rogue. I would have pulled a Franco and you would have found me behind one of those redwoody type trees fashioning a spear. Yeah, for I was going to say, you would have been like grabbing little like, you would have been grabbing like pine needles and crushing them up and like throwing them in people's eyes. <laughs> Straight up. I would have gone behind You're a like, tree for like 20 minutes. I would have gone behind wearing a wedding dress and emerged looking like someone from Naked and Afraid who's fashioned a tiny bikini from like the from the local foliage and just been covered. You have like a wedding cake on your head and you're like <laughs> I have Wilson from Castaway. I look like I've been left behind. I'm sunken in. And they're like, it's been five no, minutes. No, they would have just been like, wait, where's the where's the heart? And it's just you like rocking back and forth in your little cave. You've had it the whole time. I'm just eating it. Oh my God. Yeah. Wild. Well, I love that energy. Thank and you. ultimately that energy would have helped your team win, <gasps> just like the red team ended mm-hmm. up winning. Um MJ really sunk it. Paint? It was just so I don't weird. know. Okay. Mari won from the yellow team. She ended up winning most valuable bride, which feels offensive, but that's fine. Also, she didn't end up getting any time, so that's also offensive. That's true. A consolation prize, trash. Trash. Um I thought they were gonna let her go. Onto the night portion. I know. Of the it's like, what does this mean? Um, well, Rachel's crying. A red flag. <laughs> Everything now is just gonna be like red flag. <laughs> I don't like it. No, but she okay, come on. She cried when he did the prayer. Yeah. She's like, oh my god, it's just touching. The prayer, this is crying. I think she, did she cry later too? <sighs> now know. see when Katie was crying, I believe I was like, she looks like she was up all night strategizing how she was going to get one-on-one time with Matt. She's put a lot of effort into this game, and she knows exactly what she's going to do. She has calculated. And now this date that you had so much planned for is a miss because her team lost, and she probably really did leave it out there in the woods. Rachel, to me, just seems to put it on. Yeah. I was having this beautiful uh, image of the men... Defeated men from strip dodgeball <laughs> uniting with the the brides, the fallen, the fallen, the fallen brides, the heart brides, and just bumping into each other and having this weird meta moment where all of a sudden they're outside of time and space seeing one another. Wow, that flashed before my eyes so vividly when you, know you what described I mean? that. One hundred percent, I know what you mean. Thank you. And I, then they're I like, "Is this paradise?" Mind. And Chris Harrison's like, "It's hell." <laughs> Losers go to hell. <laughs> Neil Lane is just in the corner. And then it, it, it comes to them and they, it's them in their beds and they're like, oh, that was such a nightmare. Like, oh, that felt so real. And Chris Harrison rises up out of like a planter and he's like, because it is real. <laughs> and then they wake up again. <laughs> It's Inception, and then they're in. Par- and then they actually are. Then they wake up and they're in paradise. Oh my god, it's too good. <sighs> well, anyway, the nighttime portion. <laughs> the nighttime portion. Red team. Uh, first, we have we get to actually get to know Lauren. Yes, who some time is. I'm gonna say it again. I said it last time. Is maybe one of the most beautiful human beings I've ever seen in my entire life. She's absolutely breathtaking. My favorite is Riley, who I haven't gotten to see a, see a fucking minute of. Riley? 
not I'm sorry, I'm not Riley. Piper. Piper. For some oh, reason, Riley yes. and Piper were like the same in my mind. Love Piper. Piper, yes. Love Piper. We never get to see any of her, but she is like the prettiest person there in my but opinion. Piper got the first rose and we didn't she get to see did. Piper. So obviously, please and thank you. We want more Piper. Um, but <laughs> Lauren and Matt have a conversation and she tells him that she wants a man of faith. Um, so obviously, and she talks about how her dad says that the way his marriage worked is because of keeping God first. Matt James is salivating. His eyes are seeing hearts. He's seeing rings. My eyes are glazing over, but... I'm feeling, you know, I'm feeling a little triggered from past conversations <laughs> in my life and relationships. Um, you know, but uh, but here we are. And um, he, uh, he mentions that he's never led with the fact that he is a Christian relationship because of preconceived mm. notions. Um, so I definitely feel like there is big potential with the two of them yeah um i agree and there's a there seems like there's a lot of girls with big potential yeah though, so I think we just got a really i mean we got a really really good cast here yeah we do um and then there's jesenia and matt and she talks about how she's dealt with a lot of infidelity in past relationships yes. um i'm noticing that there's a big focus this season on marriage and unity and family and family family is a big theme like family. we're going to create a family mm -hmm. together big family talk big family talk big unity talk mm. christian keyword unity so that might be part of what true. it is but true um considering we're only in episode two and there's been this much religious conversation i am very curious to see uh how intensely we get into lord conversations especially when we get the hometowns if these are all end up being religious families do you think that he will get married to the girl he picks i think he'll get engaged yeah i think so too but i don't think he'll get married no i don't think so either i don't believe like any well actually we just had what seems like two people who are going to get true. married off the past That's season true. who two. i who i couldn't love more obsessed right? with both of those couples Me too. obsessed like, like, like to a level of a problem where I get so excited when one of their little Insta stories pops up. I'm like, eeks. I know. Dale and, Dale and Claire do the most cringy, like little reels on Instagram. And I love every love second of it. When he hit her head the other day and she was like, do I have a concussion? Did you see that one? No. He, I mean, such an intense hit on the head by accident. He like throws her up in the air. <laughs> practically knocks her out and the whole night she's like do i have a concussion and she was asking her followers and they both woke up the next day with a headache but he was hung over and she had a potentially been concussed cute 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 concussion i like that okay um uh well back at the chateau we find out that sarah will be having the one-on-one -on -one date quick caveat and then um <laughs> back with the ladies we have victoria and matt she lets Matt know that she's still human as much as she is a queen. She is still human. I do have insecurities, even though it doesn't seem like that because I'm perfect. Yes. Is basically what she says. Yes. Matt is. He also she also asked him if for a kiss and he goes, sure. Yes. It wasn't a convince. He did tell her that he likes her for who she is. And that's why he kept her around. And I was like, Matt, OK, I don't believe you. That seems insincere. My it love doesn't feel accurate. But you know what? That's OK. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you got to go along with the producer yeah. sometimes. Um, Matt gives the group date rose to Lauren. Um, and Victoria is very upset after Matt leaves. And she was just like, were she's you like, expecting I'm that? She's like, I'm, I'm shocked. She's very sh Lauren, were you expecting that? <laughs> 
because I went out of my way to be really honest. And I can guarantee, I can bet you your bottom dollar that what I said was way better than what you said. And my vulnerability was way better than your vulnerability. And yet somehow she is bizarre, 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 bizarre. she's bizarre. My dad always used to do that. Bizarre. Is that from something? <laughs> I don't know, but I feel like you and I do it all the time. My dad used to go, bizarre, child. Bizarre. Why does that feel so familiar when we do it to me? <laughs> it's a past we'll life. We'll just be like, bizarre. Bizarre. <laughs> bizarre. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. Well, <laughs> next up, we have our one-on-one date <laughs> with Sarah. Dang it, I have these stupid time limits on. I, I have everything that's supposed to set, do a time limit after 9 p.m. Oh. So that I'm like locked out Good of my notes you. suddenly. Good yeah, for I you. always overwrite it. I always do ignore for 15 more minutes. Ignore for 15 more minutes. It's stupid. Yeah, but, uh, but I do appreciate the, uh, the, the thought effort. behind it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, okay. So Sarah's date, she gets on the prop plane with him where he is. They're in a USA mail plane, which feels kind of political for some reason. Mm, it's political. Yeah, <laughs> it feels that way. <laughs> and uh, Matt is he's like burrowing He's burrowing into her. What's happening? I was confused. I felt like the, maybe the pilot behind them was confused. It was like he was looking at the pilot behind them. It was like he was afraid of the plane almost, but we saw him gleefully in, in, in another biplane. Plane. Yeah. Yeah, beforehand. And uh, he's having very much like a Dylan Koala, Pilot Pete Madison moment. Um, References to past seasons where, I mean... Yeah, pilot. <laughs> there was one where Pete was literally just climbing all over. He was fully furrowed, Maddie, like a like a, a yes. koala bear. Yeah, yes, absolute koaling. Um, and Rachel is back at the home. Where we keep getting we keep getting um interviews with Rachel about her reaction. She seems emotional that she didn't get this date. And I told you when we were watching it, I said I feel like. Rachel is kind of being a little bit of the subtle Victoria. Like Victoria is just is just all out being like, I hate this and I'm jealous. But but Rachel is 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 very distraught by anyone having time with Matt other than herself yes, as and, well. And we will be attacking Rachel for the rest of the season. If any of you are wondering, we Sorry. can't stop, won't stop. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway. Um well, they have a grand old time and then they get all cozy by the fire. Um, Which is cute. I mean, these these forest vibes are cool. I love the forest vibes. I like it better than the Malibu stuff, to be honest. Me too, because you know how, uh, or you mean the La Quinta or Malibu? Oh, oh, no, the actual. Oh, yeah, no, it's true, huh? Yeah, it's like, I don't know, it's different, it's sexy, and it's... I mean, being when you're like a little chilly and like you're the the smell of like a real fire. Ooh, yeah, there's something very traditional about this season of The Bachelor in an mm-hmm. odd way that I really like. It mm-hmm. feels like true luxury, mm, absolute luxury. Need more of less trash mansion, <laughs> more luxury. So um, the parents get brought up, but then he can tell that she's holding back. Yeah, she has the you know the stuff to talk about with her dad. Yes. Um, yes. So yes. he comments on that, and then they get to the night date mm-hmm. where they have the most heartbreaking conversation. Yeah. Where she gets into what life looks like with her dad being diagnosed with ALS, how she's had to watch his body deteriorate, mm-hmm. like his abilities just be taken away from him slowly, and there was a moment that actually brought me to tears when she was talking about yeah. her getting to 
it was so sweet actually her getting to like return the favor of the things that her dad would do for her and mm-hmm. she recalls how her dad would brush her hair in the morning before she would go to school and then mm-hmm. she is now like doing things for her dad like brushing his hair and taking care of him oh my god it is like a truly intense conversation because she talks about how she's now the caregiver for her father like she left her job and she's now his caregiver and like the idea of imagining like you were saying just seeing your father then not being able to walk and speak eventually and um but i think that matt handles it again so compassionately yes i will say initially i think the first thing that he said right away always compassionate always compassionate but the first thing he said right away is he's like i'm gonna be praying for your dad and again this is my own issues but my my past evangelical brain gets triggered because i'm always just like that was always the immediate response whenever there's anything difficult i need more than prayer yeah but He immediately then asks her. This is the follow-up question is where I, I counted, mean, right? Because then when someone says this afterwards, I th- I say, I believe that you're going to be praying for this yes. person. True, true. It's not just you. Because you're not just like throwing it out. Like just like, oh, I'll be praying. Thoughts and prayers. I know for myself back in, I mean, it's, and honestly, it's a temptation for me now still because of just my my past. Sure. But but when you are uncomfortable and don't know how to sit in the discomfort and be with mm. someone and just listen, my knee-jerk response would be like, I'll pray for you. Because it was just kind of this 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 way to end the conversation a little bit because you don't really know what the right way is and what to sure. say because it's 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 intense and uncomfortable sure. and, and hard. But then he's like, you're like, this man means it because the follow-up question then is, uh, what can I do throughout this experience to show you that I'm someone you'd want to be with? Yep. Which is truly counts in my book. Truly counts. And right after he said this, I took a note and I was just like, I feel like he's the type of person, and I believe this wholeheartedly, he's the type of person who's not going to waste anyone's time like Sarah knowing her story. Like I would get from him the second he wasn't feeling like Sarah was a potential wife for him or fiance or whatever that he would acknowledge that and send her home. Yes, because the way that he acknowledged it, like normally people are like, oh, like what Sarah said was so meaningful, whatever. There was something about the way that he talked about what she said back in ITMs where you could tell that he really held the weight of what Mm -hmm. was like the information that was divulged to him because he was just like, I don't know. There was something that you could just tell that he actually processed yeah, it. And he was just like, wow, like, I can't imagine that. And you could tell that he was really like being really compassionate about it mm-hmm. and like truly trying to figure out how he could mm-hmm. like be there for her, which I really mm-hmm. appreciated watching. Yeah, absolutely. It just felt very real. It felt really real. And, um, you know, he ends up giving her the rose and it's followed by some very loud kisses. And those loud kisses move into a jacuzzi session. And they seem to probably make out for hours. Unpopular opinion, I hate makeout sessions in a jacuzzi. It's too sweaty. I overheat and I get sweat in my eyeballs. Yeah, not for too long. Definitely I'd, not. I prefer long. it's cold out there though. It's really cold. Yeah, but I nice but, but I feel like I'd still be overheating. It's the wet. I prefer to make out against a cold wall. Clammy. That is not a nice <laughs> feeling when you said that. I felt it and I got chills. Um, she gets, yeah, so, and then basically we 
We get to the cocktail party. We then. get to the cocktail party. Matt rolls up in a red, a spicy, cute little vintage Porsche. He's just got a different car for every event, every evening, babes. Yes, 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 yes. And uh, they get right into the conversations. Mm-hmm. Abigail pulls Matt aside. We haven't seen in too long. Yeah, and she, I just love her. She right away is like, and this is this is so good. It's so good because it's not like the. Well, I thought we had a connection. And now we didn't really talk. Yeah, and they kind of insecure, kind of embarrassing thing. Yeah, no, no. she goes like, I missed you. We should have a little signal when I see you across the room. And she does like pull on her ear and just kind of a little like Carol Burnett moment. Like I'm going to pull on my ear and they have that moment together. It's It's very sweet. Um, Kit and Matt, I will say I'm starting to feel like Kit um, is not going to go far. I have a feeling like she's going to go home. I thought that the first night too. I was like, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't think so either. I, I just, I, yeah, I don't think. She doesn't bring anything to the camera. Yeah. I, she I, doesn't I have enough personality. I think maybe she, yeah. Got a lot of messages about her, by the way. A lot of messages about nothing like that, but just people who have gone to school with her, et cetera, who are like, yeah, she's exactly like that. Like would come into like, you know, design class and be very much like, oh, my mom knows all these people and like, oh, a professor, like, yeah, my brand and very much like. Oh, no. <laughs> and then, by the way, Becca let me know of this. I believe last episode I said that her line in paradise is going to be like, I'm the president, I'm the king, I'm the CEO. And I said, I wonder how soon she'll change her Instagram bio to king. And it's been officially changed to AKA, AKA king. king. So that was quick. Dude, I forgot that you said that actually when I sent that to you. I don't even, I didn't even remember that you prophesied it. I, I just, I saw it coming from a mile away. It was sooner than I thought though, which again makes me theorize she's going to go home quick. Because I feel like her needing to establish, like, remember me, I'm the one who said I'm the president, the CEO, and the king. I'm putting in my bio right now. It makes me feel like she's going to go home in, like, maybe two more weeks. I feel you. Yeah. I feel you. Um, sad for her. Sad. Um, but Marilyn and Matt, then. Okay, so we haven't... Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess there was just there's some brief a couple, stuff Rachel yeah. with... Is it Maggie? I always forget how to say her name. Yeah, Maggie. Maggie okay, Maggie. Okay. Maggie. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Marilyn. She's, okay, we don't like her either. We got to just uh, say that right off the bat. She's like, do you like me? <laughs> do you remember me? Because I, I mean, like, like, She's like, do I rub you the wrong way? Here? <laughs> do, ladies, if you're on The Bachelor, don't do that. No. Just say like, oh, I've been dying to talk to you. Like. I've been thinking about you so much lately and like Mm -hmm. it's hard to pass the time like knowing you're so close but like I can't be in contact with you. Yes. Don't do (sighs) No, no. Now he's already going through enough emotional exhaustion. Don't add to it by being like do you like me? (laughs) Did I I mean you don't. Did I do something wrong? Now (sighs) I so not a huge fan. I will say in a few moments when we talk about the way she handled Victoria, she handled very impressive, very, very impressive, together. very impressive. Yes. Um, but she's having this moment where she's distraught and Matt, quote unquote, remembers that her favorite flower is an orchid and pulls it out from behind a couch in a small vase. Yeah. Um, now, this that- is this is producers at work, honey. Yes. They're like, this is going to set Victoria off. She can't stand her. And Matt is going to have special attention yeah. paid to her. 
And uh, they were just setting that right up. <laughs> Poor Matt, very confused, has no, has not experienced the Bachelor. Yeah, Bachelorette because before. I'm sure what's what's been, you know, well, also it's, you know, it's like, oh, she's been talking about you a lot, and like she feels like she's forgotten. Like maybe you could do something a nice gesture, like yeah, and maybe he remembers. Like, oh yeah, she liked orchids. I'm like, you should put it, you should have it in this room and yeah. have her come in. Yeah. It would be great. And then Victoria is gonna lose her damn mind. So she brings out her orchid and Mary's like, I mean, Victoria's like, Mary is toxic. (laughs) I mean. Did I miss something? I'm like, what happened? I am definitely far more toxic than Mary Lynn is. Let me tell you. I mean, I say Uh beyond toxic compared to that girl. Personally, um, (laughs) the bags under Victoria's eyes tell me that producers have kept her up into the wee hours, making her do interviews of how horrible Mary Lynn is. Um, (sighs) That's rough. That is rough. She, oh, of course. Yes. She says, Mary Lynn is toxic energy. I'm an empath. And I'm like, sweetheart, I have a news flash for you. She's like, I can feel everything in the room, which is why the toxicity can take over. And I'm like, I have a feeling you can't feel everything in the room just off of the way that you're interacting with these people. No, no, she literally goes, I'm an empath. So Mary should go home. <laughs> is basically exactly what happened. And then- At least that's how it seems. Victoria then comes up to him and it's like, well, she was my roommate. And he's like, was? And she's like, yes, then I had to sleep on the couch because she was so toxic I couldn't even sleep. Or, you know, what does she just not say that? (laughs) This house is toxic. What's hilarious to me is that she plays it off like last time we were talking and I was going to say something, but I like wasn't ready. Yeah, I wasn't ready to expose this. And he's like, I'm so sorry that I didn't like make you feel safe enough for you to be able to talk about that. I know, he actually, he feels bad. You could, he, uh, he's. And she, says that and she's like life goes on <laughs> honey it's fine i just need you to know that this house is toxic Marilyn is toxic i'm filled with toxins this is horrific life goes on where's my next aperol and then i mean so then we're, we cut to that we see some of the women talking with victoria and MJ is starting to get heated. Yeah, MJ's like, no. No, she's, she's like, shutting it down. no, she's not toxic. Maggie's like, um, I don't want to say I don't believe you, but from what I've seen, she seems very nice and she's not toxic. And, and Victoria's like, no. And Maggie's just like, not from what I've seen. Okay. Again, everyone handling Victoria, I believe, very graciously. Like, I feel like in past, can you imagine if Victoria was in the middle of Pete's season of women? Yeah. They would have been like, they would have seized her and thrown her out into the snow as like a united group. These women are trying to reason with her and have healthy conversations. Yeah. And speaking of a healthy conversation, well, first, actually, uh, Marilyn and Matt have a talk and she's just like, am I in trouble? (laughs) And she's telling him, I think I thought the way she handled it with Matt actually was very good. Yeah, so too. She's like, I'm not the type of person who's going to spite anybody. Yeah. I All I have is my word against hers. And, and now I'm telling you, I just, didn't. He's just confused. He's like, well, now I'm just feeling concerned. 
So then Mary Lynn goes up to Victoria to have a conversation. And she's like, can we go and talk outside? And Victoria's like, no, you can sit your ass no, 12 no, 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 feet no, no, away no, she goes, no, it's freezing outside. I'm not going out there. And she's like, no, no, no. And so if you sit here, no, you sit here because I don't want to sit on the same couch as you. You're disgusting. I want to be able to make good eye contact with you but not close eye contact with you when you grovel for your sins that you have committed against me this was wild i couldn't believe mary lynn is like i'm so sorry and victoria's just like i accept your apology but it's not good enough like it was crazy (laughs) but 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 actually no it wasn't even like that it was like i'm so sorry whatever it's like i accept your apology but it's not the it was the most monotone fight i've ever seen like you said it looked it, it sounded scripted it was like, like it was were, so bad it was like a forth. bad reading like yes. a bad table read they like there was no inflection they were no. just sitting there going back and forth but both of them are it's because both of them have the type of voice where they don't have inflection oh i don't know if you God. noticed victoria only talks like this yes I, oh i've noticed <laughs> oh and she was crazy and 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 marilyn i mean a saint a saint of a woman she remains so patient with her the fact that she even is like i'm sorry i hurt your feelings yeah i know i mean the amount of accolades that i give you for for having the patience to to handle her and then of course victoria's like we do not go well we are like oil and vinegar and i'm like that is delicious i'm like balsamic (laughs) vinaigrette and olive oil you mean my favorite Give me a baguette, honey, and dip me in the shit that is apparently the both of you together because yum and yum. Um, <laughs> and then she's trying to talk to Victoria, and Victoria's just like, I need a break. You are too much for me. <laughs> just exhausted with her. Absolutely exhausted with her. And she's just like, Mary Lynn has taken advantage of my love for human connection. Like I am, I love connecting with people, and she is taking advantage. I'm like, of in it. what way? I haven't seen you connect with one goddamn human this entire time. You psychopath! You've told every single person to that you fuck hate off. them. You've told the group that you hate them. Are you okay? What's going on? I don't get it. <gasps> Poor Mary Lynn just crying to, of course, sweet, sweet Abigail's arms. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Everyone's getting pissed because it's just taking up time with this stupid pettiness as it happens every second or third episode of this show. Every single, every single episode. Poor Matt is rattled. He's like, is this what happens on The Bachelor? <laughs> and you're like, oh, honey, it is only just beginning. Best of luck. Yeah, he is shaken and he has no idea what is in store for him. Um, but the rose ceremony begins. Okay. Um, after a lovely speech from Matt, um, he is confused. He doesn't know what he's going to do. And Piper, like we think it's the first rose. Show us more. Um, Kit actually gets the second rose, which was surprising. It was. Um, We don't don't really know what's going on. Like, to be honest, in his relationships at this point, at least. No, but then it's, uh, Maggie, Rachel, Abigail, Chelsea, Jesenia, Katie, Serena, C, I believe. And then we get Sarah Swoon. Full Bridgerton style passes out. Um, <laughs> the camera. That is- could be her new nickname. I like that, Sarah Swoon. Oh, thank you, Sarah Swoon. Kind of cute, right? <laughs> it's kind of cute. Maybe she should change her handle. <laughs> um, the camera goes wild. The camera. <laughs> it's like a jump. <laughs> it's like I'm pretty sure she kind of stepped off, and then she just <laughs> laid on the floor. I think with sweet Serena. P, who was trying to like comfort her, make sure she was okay, and the camera's just like. I need to tell you about something. When we were in Italy 
on the show, there was like a camera guy. You know, they're always crouched in the corners. And someone like swung open the door all fast, hit the cameraman. And when I tell you, he did like a triple back backward somersault just like that. Where he was like, <gasps> and like, he like launched the camera and flying. And all of us were just like, like are you okay you're shocked and it was literally like <gasps> and he like catapulted himself backwards like he was like a stunt double and he did like three somersaults and we were and he was just like oh my god oh my god like this dude's probably like 48 and he's just like ah oh. and we're like everyone was just didn't even we were like honey he brought the drama because he's like we're gonna make sure this is in the bloopers <laughs> we were just like and there's like a video of me on some producer's camera where we're doing the reenactment after the camera guy left. Where we're like, ah! The minute the door, it tapped him. It tapped him. And it sent him flying oh across God, the room. Oh my God, it turns out T is that the cameramen are drama and we drama. see it with this wild camera crusade. Just... I felt, so I felt sick after Ooh. it. It was like, it was oh, jarring. I'm man. like, I feel seasick being on the ride with this cameraman. Oh, it's hilarious. Oh, uh, well, anyways, we end up getting it to be continued. And like we said, we all know what's going to happen. She's going to be fine. We're going to give her a little bit of a snack. Give her a biscuit. Give her a biscuit. She'll be give, fine. Give her some Belvita and uh, some Belvita. <laughs> just. Please sponsor. It's so much of you. Um, and we see so many of the women who are staying next week. So it clearly looks like Marilyn is gone. It looks like Matt's going to send her home and Trage. Victoria stays. Tragic. And, you know, yeah. It doesn't actually, I mean, I guess we were getting quick little like glimpses, but I feel like it doesn't look like a lot of women went home. No. But, I mean, I, uh, I, told, I told you. I feel like this is going to be a season that is a lot of camera time in the home. I feel like there's going to be a lot of camera time at the chateau and there's going to be a lot of drama. Um, I think maybe once Victoria has gone, it'll be really low key. But oh, no. What am I saying? What? The new women coming in. I fully forgot about the new women coming in. Oh my god, that's one hundred percent confirmed. Yes. All right, let's do it. We saw that. We saw the the clips. The the women are probably going to come in. Are they going to come in next week or in two weeks? Can you imagine if it's numerous, numerous weeks? (sighs) That's going to bring so much drama. And who knows? Maybe some of them are. Maybe they're all like Victoria. It's going to be five Victorias or however many showing up. Oh, full Love Island moves out here. Well, I'm ready. I think it's going to be good. It's, we I need can't wait. To shake it this up. is this is a this will be a brand new spin. The girls are going to be just so thrown into a tizzy, oh. which I personally love. Love. So let's do it. Cannot wait. Um. So that will be next week. But in the meantime, on Thursday, you and I, oh my, my God, dear, bro. have an episode coming out, and we just recorded it today, broads. You but it'll guys, be coming out Thursday. We have an episode with the Long Island Medium, Teresa Caputo, icon and let legend. Me just, let me just tell you this: she is the real fucking deal. I mean, she's the real deal. You and I were rattled, to say the least. Like there were a I'm lot not of tears. trying to be dramatic, but it was no. like, oh, I believe in the spirit world now. I'm not exaggerating. No. I'm not exaggerating. No. This was the craziest. This is the the craziest 
I think maybe this was the most tears in a, a Chatty Broads episode ever. I don't know. Newer Johans? That's true. Maybe that one. <laughs> but it was a close. I, I sobbed in this one. It was so good. So yeah. I think you broads are going to really enjoy it. Yes. She is absolutely fantastic. I recommend. Cannot wait for Thursday. And uh, yeah, again, if you keep getting tea broads <sighs> about any any news, please continue to send it to us. It is so much appreciated that so far it has been spoiler free. Yep. You all are just 10 out of 10. Yep. We love you. Um, also, quick, cute teas. We are actually going to be kind of doing a little bit of rebranding very soon. Oh, here, yes. And it's going to be real cute. I wasn't so keep, sure what you were teasing for because there actually is a lot of fun things coming up. There's but, fun things coming up, but that will be very soon as some rebranding. I don't know, maybe a new cover. Ooh. I don't know. We'll see. Um, so keep a lookout for that. Also, then if at one moment you're trying to find the podcast and you're like, I can't find you're looking for the same old cover. I don't know. Maybe next week or in a week it might be different. Something we'll New year, new us, baby. New year, 2021, new us. Um, All right, bro. Yep, yep, yep. Love y'all. With that, chat soon. Chat soon.